If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Billy Preston used to be the opening act for the Rolling Stones World Tour, but he might as well be the opening act for the swagger man with no plan, Eric Adams, not my mayor, mayor of the illegal aliens. Because, again, the front page of today's New York Post, stop the buses. Adams begs FEMA to halt border convoys by going no mas, no mas. We've had 1,300 migrants arrive in New York City just this week. Well, guess what? He wanted them. They want to come here. Catholic Charities gets the federal dollars, puts them on the Greyhound, they pound the hound, and they arrive here. And he wants to know if other U.S. cities are diverting their fair share of illegal aliens and just having them continue on to the Port Authority. Well, of course they are, and they're all Democratic cities. But then again, you're not picking up the phone and going blah, 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 and complaining to them. Instead, you're raging about the illegal alien crisis, and you're blaming the federal government. You know, the city is being destroyed by the migrant crisis, and none of my folks came to Washington, D.C. to fight for the resources that's going to undermine every agency. Now, wait a second. Uh, your folks? You mean none of your folks? You mean the Schmuck, the Punch, Chuck E. Cheese, Schumer? Hakeem Jeffries, one day in the future, will be Speaker of the House when the Democrats uh, are in the majority. Uh, Kathy Crimewave Holcomb. Uh, members of uh, the city council who are favorable to Eric Adams, like Justin Brannon, who is his mini-me, who was interviewed by Sid Rosenberg the other day. And it was just the, the horse uh, feathers were flying here at WABC with that interview. Is that what you're talking about? Because if you're blaming the federal government, you'll certainly give a pass, an exemption to the guy who's responsible for the invasion of the illegal aliens the president, Joe Biden. His age is, 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 is excellent. We need the wisdom. We need the skill set. We need the experience. You know, this, this, this president has navigated us out of these difficult times. So wait a second. You say the federal government, which you might as well just say Joe Biden, but you never name and shame. You never name and shame Eric Adams. And then you praise Joe Biden. It can't be both ways. 
When you deal with Eric Adams, it's like going into a bagel joint on a Sunday, long line, and you're asking for all everything bagels. This guy tries to be everything to everybody. Look, here he's calling out the national government saying, what are you doing to New York City with these illegals? The national government, what are you doing to the city of New York? This is impacting our schools, public safety. But then right after that, what does he do? He praises the guy who's in charge of the national government, President Joe Biden. His age is, 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 is excellent. We need the wisdom. We need the skill set. We need the experience. You know, this, this, this president has navigated us out of these difficult times. Yeah, I have vertigo from this guy. What a flip-flopper. Oh, my God. What is he, manic depressive? He wakes up. Uh, after clubbing till the break of dawn, and maybe he's uh, all uh, uh, depressive, and then he becomes manic during the day. I don't know what uh, what particular juice uh, he's got flowing through his veins and arteries, but man, no wonder why he didn't show up with Sid Rosenberg this morning, because Sid was going to trap him with his own words about Joe Biden. The praise for Joe Biden while slamming the national government. Here he goes. Here he goes, slamming the national government over the invasion of illegal aliens. Our national government has abandoned this city, and the actions or inaction can undermine our entire city. Now, again, if that is correct, who is the head of the national government, whether you consider it uh, the real head, the titular head? It's uh, President Joe Biden. And then soon after that, what did he say? His age is, 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 is excellent. We need the wisdom. We need the skill set. We need the experience. You know, this, this, this president has navigated us out of these difficult times. <laughs> and then he pinpoints it right on the welcome mat of the president of the United States at the White House. The president... And the White House has failed New York City on this issue. On the issue of illegal aliens, right? And then just as quick as he slammed them, but never by name, he never names in shame in honor of Bernard McGurk. That's who this studio is named after. Died way too early in his life. Great producer, great talk show host in Combine, the greatest of all time. When he was alive and broadcasting with Sid, he would constantly say, Eric Adams. We'll never name and shame. We'll never name and shame. So here you heard it. And then he'll follow up with this. His age is, 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 is excellent. We need the wisdom. We need the skill set. We need the experience. You know, this, this, this president has navigated us out of these difficult times. And I'm telling you, that's why Eric Adams at the last second canceled his appearance. We said Rosenberg this morning and then put it off to next week. Because even his staff is going to tell him, what a contradiction. In one minute, you're saying that the federal government is destroying New York City because of the illegal aliens. And in the other moment, you're speaking out of the other side of your mouth like a typical politician and praising the president of the United States. And again, let's go back to August. When the first illegal aliens were coming into this country, you remember they were being flown in under the cover of darkness to the Westchester County Airport in unmarked uh, planes. They were then assembled and they got on buses 
And those buses had their lights uh, and signals blaring as they went the wrong way down the Hutchinson Parkway into the Bronx, over the bridge, and into Queens. And they were dropped off at 103rd Street, uh, Roosevelt Avenue, right under the number 7 train. It was on a regular basis. Now, the whistleblower, if you remember, was Rob Astorino, who at that time was running for the Republican nomination against uh, a... A group, a trifecta, a troika, a trinity of adversaries. Congressman Zeldin, who eventually ran, uh, one, uh, Andrew Giuliani and Harry Wilson. But he would constantly bring this up and no response from Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, none whatsoever. And then remember, he was down there in August welcoming the first, the first Greyhound buses coming in from Texas sent by Governor Abbott specifically to the Port Authority, standing there with his $5,000 customized suits, talking to the illegal aliens, having interpreters tell them in Spanish, hey, who's your daddy? Who's your Papa Chulo? It's Eric Adams, side by side with Santa Claus, who was Cardinal Dolan of the Archdiocese, who was welcoming in the illegal aliens because it would actually fill the pews on Sunday of the churches of the Archdiocese for the, for the Spanish masses, which are packed, but of which the English masses earlier on are empty. They need bodies. That's what this is about. And they're not using Catholic Charities money that has been raised from the faithful. It's Catholic Charities money of grants that they get from the federal government to transport these illegal aliens here in New York City. And remember, side by side, like two peas in a pod, like a soup and a sandwich, like a horse in a carriage, there was Eric Adams and his $5,000 customized suits. Uh, standing with Cardinal Dolan with his uh, vestments on and his cardinal cap. And uh, Eric was more than grateful that the illegal aliens had chosen New York City. In fact, he was thinking about how many different services can we provide them that we don't provide for the average taxpaying citizens of New York City. Let's have immediate translation services to assist that people can have access to the services that are already available. We have to expand uh, NYC care to make sure everyone has health care. We need to make sure we have proper translation services in our schools so that we can start building out the future as well. We are going to fulfill our moral and legal obligation to house everyone that enters uh, New York City. Um, that is what we have done, and that is what we will continue to do. And other Democratic mayors, they tell the illegals that are on their buses, they go there. Like, remember, his very dear friend, Adam's very dear friend, still mayor in Chicago, although she lost in the first round of the election, only to be replaced by somebody who is more pro-criminal than even her. We're talking light foot, lightweight, uh, Beetlejuice. What she did when the buses came from the Texas border to Chicago, she rerouted them to Harvey. Any of you have ever been north of Chicago and Harvey? My God, Uh, that's a little Chicago there. Nobody wanted to stay there. And, in fact, if you notice, none of the illegal aliens were requesting to go to Chi-Town. All he's got to do, Eric Adams, is when the buses come, tell him, no, 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 close the doors. We're rerouting you. Look, today. The number of arrivals in the city since the spring of 2022, 58,000. The number of illegals to arrive in New York City in the week since April 19th. These are the stats, 2,300. 
the number of illegals who have arrived just between Sunday, April 23rd, and Wednesday, April 26th, 1,300. Number of illegal aliens living in taxpayer-funded hotels, motels, Holiday Inn Expresses, 109 to date that have been leased out. I guarantee you, follow. Follow the trail of who owns these, and you will see friends of Eric Adams, who obviously are getting quite a payday. 120 are the number of taxpayer-funded city-contracted shelters across the five boroughs. $5.3 billion is the amount that Eric Adams is estimating that it's going to cost in the next three years. And the amount of federal funding the city has received to date, $8 million. So I ask you, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegals, how come you're not turning the illegals away? Why are you saying no mas, no mas to FEMA and claiming that they can't be sending illegals here to New York City? The the rules, you know the rules, Eric. The illegals are asked at the border, what city do you want to go to? And they've watched on Channel 41 and Channel 47, the international Spanish language news stations, that you are a welcoming mayor. You said you were their Papa Chulo. You said, who's your daddy? And now you're moaning and groaning because your so-called friends the Schmuck Schumer, Hakeem Jeffries, Crime Wave Kathy Holcomb, and especially President Joe Biden, you say you're the Biden of Brooklyn, won't even give you coin, never mind millions, billions of dollars. So stop squawking, stop complaining, stop the buses from coming here by rerouting them to other cities And stop this nonsense because you created this mess by yourself. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. I have one thing to say. You better work. Blue Paul must be related to Ron Paul or maybe even Rand Paul. I don't know. But she is the number one transgender transvestite transformer in the world. No doubt about it. With her drag race syndicated... Oh, man, there's no other way of describing it. Drag Queen Show. Uh, she showcases drag queens from around the world. So when you think of drag queens, you got to think of uh, who else? RuPaul. But there's so many others out there that are growing in strength. They are what they call influencers. They have followings. Corporate uh, 500, uh, uh, 500 uh, companies. Uh, can't get enough of those influencers. They're making millions and millions of dollars because the corporate entities to be think that these people really influence a lot of people when I've been trying to tell them, hey, 
They go on Spotify and they buy followers. It's called bots. They do it in talk radio. They do it in talk TV. They do that in the social culturizing of of social networking. And yet these Fortune 500 companies get completely bamboozled and they shovel millions and millions of dollars to these so-called influencers. And of late, influencer number one has been Dylan Mulvaney, who's been on a roller coaster ride. She had millions of uh, followers. I don't know how many were real, how many were bots. I always question that. But remember, she got a supply of Bud Light that had her uh, her face on it. And actually, in return for any free stuff that these um, influencers snore, sort of like our own Frank uh, Morano constantly snoring free stuff uh, in Atlantic City for all of his visits there. That's old school. New school is you're an influencer, you snore products. Remember, she acted all surprised, this transgender, when all of a sudden Bud Light had uh, created special cans with a likeness on it, and she was just promoting the hell out of it. Hi. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So... I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness, and I thought we were all just having a hectic month, but it turns out it has something to do with sports. And I'm not sure exactly which sport, but either way, it's a cause to celebrate. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money, too. And you remember all hell broke loose, especially from Kid Rock. used to be sponsored by Coors, Coors Light on his tours. So he decided to take that AK-47 in hand, and shoot up cases and cases of Bud Light. <laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all of you and be as clear and concise as possible. Bud Light, Anheuser Busch. Have a terrific day. Sales plummeted. People who came up with a campaign utilizing Mulvaney as a influencer of transgenders, they've taken leaves of absences. All of a sudden, Budweiser, the parent company, has said they're going to pour millions and millions of dollars to try to get Bud Light back on track with the heartland of America. But <laughs> Mulvaney... She just throws gasoline on the fire just when maybe people were sort of saying, okay, an overreaction, like who the hell cares who drinks Bud Light? But then all of a sudden she had to get a little giddy, a little girly, so to speak, and really tease the masses. I was walking around and everyone was staring and I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? And they were all staring directly at my crotch. And I went, oh, I forgot that my crotch doesn't look like other women's crotches sometimes because mine doesn't look like a little Barbie pocket. Oh, yeah. Pop goes the weasel. Can I hear that again, Lou? Can I hear that cut again? Because things might have actually quieted down if she hadn't all of a sudden talked about the fact that she's a transgender with still a knife, a fork and a spoon, a three piece set. 
I was walking around and everyone was staring and I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? And they were all staring directly at my crotch. And I went, oh, I forgot that my crotch doesn't look like other women's crotches sometimes because mine doesn't look like a little Barbie pocket. Pop goes the weasel. And then Maybelline, obviously doing cosmetics. This made uh, made more sense as a fit uh, with uh, Dylan Mulvaney. They used her as an influencer. They got blowback over their partnership with Dylan Mulvaney. And Dylan Mulvaney went south, uh, fell off the radar screen. And then just yesterday, she resurfaced, uh, claiming that... She's had a lot to think about from the Bud Light campaign backlash. It's day 9,610 of being a human. And I'm going to try to lead gender out of this since that's how we found ourselves here. I've been offline for a few weeks and a lot has been said about me. Some of which is so far from my truth that I was like hearing my name and I didn't even know who they were talking about sometimes. It's a very disassociative feeling. And it was so loud that I didn't even feel part of the conversation. So I decided to take the back seat and just let them tucker themselves out. But then I remembered that nearly 13 million people at some point enjoyed me enough to hit the follow button on these apps. And I was like, wait, 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 I want to talk to those people. So hi, long time, no talk. How are you? Um, You might want to grab a beverage. This is going to be a longer one. Oh, beverage, but certainly not Bud Light. So that gave me an idea when she, he, they posted this new message that Dylan Mulvaney is resurfacing again. Then maybe we go back to what Barack Obama did in 2009. You may have remembered the beer summit uh, right outside the White House because Barack Obama's very dear friend, Professor Gates of Harvard University, who does those PBS specials, was coming home uh, to his house in Cambridge, got into a row on the porch uh, with, I guess, his wife or somebody. And then uh, Sergeant Crowley from the um, Cambridge Police Department responded and ended up having to arrest him for uh, disturbing the peace uh, and a number of other charges. And Barack Obama just blew a few gaskets. And once he calmed down, he said, why don't we have a beer summit? We'll summon Sergeant Crowley from the Cambridge Police Department. We'll summon my very dear friend, Professor Gates. Uh, it'll be the vice president, uh, Joe Biden, and myself. And we'll sit and we'll try to iron this out. So Obama had his Bud Light in the beer summit. I remember Professor Gates uh, had his red striped Jamaican blue beer, your blood clad. And then Sergeant Crowley had his blue moon. I think that's owned by Miller's uh, Coors. And then Joe Biden, he had flat beer, Malta Duquesa. And somehow they agreed to disagree. So maybe this would even be a bigger beer slash drinking summit. Because a lot of the beers could not even be considered consumable by some that I would want in this beer summit. So I would want Mulvaney, who no longer drinks Bud Light. I think she uh, she should be drinking White Claw. And then, of course, Kid Rock used to have the sponsorship of Coors on his uh, tours. Coors Light. He would drink a Coors Light. Marjorie Taylor Greene, I mean, best friends uh, of Kid Rock, she'd have, uh, what, she'd have Southern Comfort, just like Janis Joplin. And then representing Mulvaney would be Rosie O'Donnell. 
Rosie O'Donnell probably have a Budweiser heavy, you know, Budweiser heavy. And I think that would be a good beer slash drinking summit. But then again, it all traces itself back to what has become the phenomenon throughout America, and that is trying to organize drag queen reading hours for children, whether in schools, in libraries, in public places. Never before was a big thing, but the moment that the progressives, those on the far left, the socialists who pretend to be Democrats like AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, they found this to be a wedge issue because the moment they started promoting many drag queen reading hours for children, those on the far right would actually show up and demonstrate and they could clash and battle and cast invectives against one another. And I'm saying to myself, wow, there have been a number of drag queen reading hours for children in Jackson Heights. That's become a battleground. And my attitude is, hey, look, if the parents want their kids to be read to by a drag queen, knock yourself out. Who the hell cares? But there are people on both sides of this issue is, I mean, itching for battle. So this is what I would suggest. I just found this uh, on uh, Tiffany Caban's Instagram. That's right. Tiffany Caban, remember, is the mini-me of AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She not only wants the police defunded, she wants them removed. She not only wants the prisons defunded, she wants them removed. She wants criminals to be able to run footloose and fancy free in the streets, and never and never, except under the most severe circumstances, would anybody get locked up. And a lot of people don't realize that Tiffany, Tiffany Caban publishes little uh, school books for children. So maybe she could have a drag queen friends reading during their hour for children. This, uh, I guess this little printout, I'm going to give you an idea of what this is. It's titled, Kids Are Wondering About Police by Tiffany. Come on, cop hater. Are cops nice? Police are nice to some people, but they are not nice to everybody. All people can be hurt by the police. Black people and other people of color get in trouble and even killed for doing things that white people are allowed to do every single day. Then there's a section on cops on TV. Usually police on TV shows are doing good deeds. Sometimes we like stories on TV even when we know they're not true in life. In real life, police don't follow the rules in the same way for everybody. Police are not fair about who they help and who they punish. Remember, this is a children's book put out there on Instagram by Tiffany Caban. Who wants to brainwash kids to hate the police? And then finally, the final chapter is choices. People can make bad choices and still be worthy of love. It's a choice to become a police officer. Good people can become police, but policing isn't good for our communities. Police follow unfair rules. When someone becomes a police officer, their choice to follow those rules hurts people. And she wants this put into a rotation into the uh, Department of Education, DOE, dumbest organization ever, uh, so that teachers can have their children read this book. How crazy is this? That's why I'm spending so much time in Astoria uh, promoting the candidacy of Kelly Klingman. You can go to her Facebook page and see why she takes on the mini-me of AOC, cop hater number one. 
Tiffany Caban because she's out to turn our children against the police. Spectacular! Now, here's the Sid Wrap-Up. Oi! Well, I was very disappointed appearing with Sid this morning, 7.05, as I do Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, to find out that Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegals, it's not my mayor, uh, did the bird and did not come on with Sid. He claims he's busy. Yeah, my quantum I. But he'll be on with Sid next week because, man, I had loaded Sid up with information to slam this nightlife mayor, this mayor for illegal aliens, but a mayor who's abandoned our city. But I digress. So all of a sudden, with Sid's rise in the ratings to the top of the heat in morning drive here in the tri-state area, uh, others have surfaced to start to do revisionism of what happened when the decision was made by the powers to be first to join Bernie McGurk, dearly departed. Uh, with Sid Rosenberg, 10 to 12, to replace Jardo Rivera at the old Cumulus, and then eventually to replace Don Imus in the morning. Oh, they're all surfacing now that Sid is uh, at the top of the heap. Where were they when Sid uh, and Bernie were just sort of getting their, their talk radio legs and climbing up in the ratings? They were invisible. Well, here, here's Opie, uh, of Opie and Dopey, who surfaced uh, to tell a revisionist story that I, nor does anybody believe. And then the guy's name was uh, Chaz, I think. Chaz. Good guy. Really good guy. Me and uh, Carl were walking up 72nd Street. We were going to that dive bar at uh, Malachi's. We were going to have a couple uh, wobbly pops. And right before we walked in, phone rings. It's Chaz. It's like a, he's like, oh, I just need you on this station. I just need you on this station. He goes, what about 10 a.m. to noon? And the podcast was uh, doing okay at that point. I, I look at Carl. I'm like, not bad. We could promote our, our podcast. This is not a bad thing. He goes, look, you could do it from the beach house. I don't even need you in uh, the city. I don't need you in the studio. What do you say? 10 a.m. to noon. I'm like, Chaz, all right. Less stress, less pressure. Don't have to do Fridays. I could do it from the beach. I'm like, he goes, one problem. I go, what's the problem, Chaz? He goes, I can't pay you. <laughs> I'm like, what? I can't pay you. So he wanted to do what's called a revenue share. So then my agent at the time, he was looking up how much money they make. Uh, at ABC between the hours of 10 a.m. and noon, and the money was horrendous. I'm like, Chaz, I can't do it. I can't do radio for free. So uh, long answer to that guy, why don't you apply for another radio job? The radio business is in the toilet. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. (laughs) What revisionism by Opie of Opie and Dopey? Uh, first of all, he's calling Chad Lopez, Chaz, giving me the impression that he probably thought, having been drinking early, like he was known to do, that he thought it was Chaz Palminteri. Secondly, I had my finger on the pulse at that time of the old cumulus. 
I had gone in to the offices at Chad Lopez, having come back from Hollywood, Florida, where I was uh, conducting a um, convention of guardian angels throughout Florida at the Hard Rock and did a complete report on Sid Rosenberg, how he was doing down there and whether he had fallen off the wagon, was chasing skirts and getting into all of his old problems. And he came back and with a clean bill of health. And I said, said to Chad Lopez, man, you can't. You can't hire Mike Lupica to do 10 to 12 to replace Serrano. You got you to gotta put him in with Bernard McGurk. It's what Bernard McGurk wants. And to his credit, Chad Lopez stuck to it, even though the cumulus hierarchy didn't. But even though that's the truth, Sid, still, you know, he, he wonders. He wonders how it all came about. Second half right there of OPU's, formerly of Opie and Anthony, calling Chad Lopez Chaz, the whole conversation, <laughs> Chaz, and claiming that they opened him 10 to noon with no money. He's the second host I heard that from. Either way, the radio business is not in the dumper, Opie. Some of us are doing very, very well, a lot better than the money that was offered to you. And again, I, I like Opie. I got no issue with the guy, but... Clearly, it's you. It's not the radio business because I was not going to move from Florida to New York. I was making about 180 in Florida, but there's no taxes. That's like 300,000 here. I wasn't coming back to New York for $100,000. So clearly, I made more, and I got me and Bernie more money while Bernie was taking a nap, if you want to know the truth. So it's not the business, OP. It was you. That's right. It was him. So you see, it's revisionism. Now, all of a sudden... You got uh, the ratings leaders here at WABC led by uh, Sid in the morning. And so all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Opie of Opie and Dopey claims, whoa, that could have been me. Bull feathers. Bull feathers of Opie. I love my Italian heritage and the food that goes along with it. That's why on Sundays after church, I head over with my father to Italo's Fine Foods on Forest Avenue in Staten Island with our list from Mom. They have two locations on Forest Avenue, 1566 and the new one at 725. It's family-owned and serving Italian specialties since 2014. They also have a full catering menu, the freshest meats, imported San Martano tomatoes from Italy, and the best mozzarella. Order in-store, by phone, or online. They even deliver. ItaloFineFoods.com, I-T-A-L-O, FineFoods.com. Tell them Vinny Madunio and WABC sent you. Manja. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.